Relationships, friendships, and marriages are not easy. Listen to this. In 2014, the United States ranked number four, number four in divorce. The United States claimed that every 13 seconds, there's one divorce. That equates to 277 divorces per hour, 6,646 divorces per day, 46,523 divorces per week, and 2,419,196 divorces a year. That means there are nine divorces in the time it takes for a couple to recite their wedding vows, which is approximately two minutes. These are staggering numbers. The number also suggests that it's trending even worse when you consider millennials. My wife and I just celebrated six years of marriage, and I can honestly say it's been incredible. Not easy, but incredible. We have a four-year-old son, a two-year-old, and an eight-month-old. Being parents has been a beautiful challenge. I take it seriously. Especially since I was raised by a single mother who did an amazing job, I might add. But because of that, I really wanted to pour my all into being a dad. What no one thought to mention to me was that because I became a dad did not mean that I stopped being a husband. According to the Huffington Post, the number three reason for divorce in the United States is what? Not money. Not even infidelity. It's, and I quote, becoming lost in roles. Just as many couples forget their single friends in single ways when they get married. When you add children into the mix, most parents soon neglect or completely forget that they're a couple. At the early part of Theodore's birth, I was on cloud nine. I was a new father, a great husband, and even had a career that was taking off. I really believed everything was coming up, Alex. What I did not notice is that raising Theo became the son that my wife and I orbited around, feeding cleaning, playing, bonding, dressing, and putting the baby to sleep. That's what our whole marriage became. We both never had been married to a parent. While we both were trying our best to serve our son and fill our roles as parents, we both forgot to serve each other. We were happy and even made some great memories during the season, but our intimacy had plateaued. As our son grew and started falling in love with music, he found a new favorite movie. That movie we watched over a hundred times. I learned the words verbatim. I could sing all the songs, runs included. Theo's favorite before bedtime movie is Sing. This 2016 animated feature followed the eventful story of a group of humanoid animals who, for fame, fortune, and a host of other reasons, compete in a singing competition. 
These characters were voiced by notable celebrities such as Jennifer Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, Seth MacFarlane, John C. Riley, to name a few. This vibrant, hilarious movie is a joy and I recommend it. However, I also have this habit of taking things way too serious. What if hidden in the songs and scenes is a bit of wisdom that can encourage, restore, and even turn a marriage or relationship around that silently is sliding toward normalizing unhealthy patterns or just has become stagnant. Enter one of my favorite performances in the film, which is actually done by a pig named Rosita. It is not only the sound of her voice or how she's animated to dance, but the story of her transformation that I believe is actually really worth noting. Rosita lives in a big house with her husband and their 25 kids. Let that sink in. 25. But surprisingly enough, the home is run with incredible efficiency by Rosita. From breakfast to laundry to even dinner, Rosita runs her home with love and with kindness. The only source of unease and inaccuracy comes from her husband, Norman. What we are to learn about their relationship is that he works so hard that he neither has the time nor the energy to help with the kids. One morning, during breakfast, Brasita's children overhear their mother humming and singing to herself. They playfully tease their mom saying, Oh, you think you can sing? She raises her voice over their laughter and says, Norman, will you tell the children what a great singer I am? Norman replies in a labored, distant way, never taking his eyes from his cell phone. Oh, oh yeah, you were great, honey, and walks out of the door to work. Now, now, I know this seems way too serious and minor, but Rosita asked her husband to affirm a trait she had, to encourage her, to simply compliment his wife. He missed this opportunity to be his wife's biggest fan and supporter, and I believe that this is what rekindles performing and singing again for her. She just wants to feel seen because in the house that she helps run, she feels invisible. I wonder how many wives or husbands feel this way. Invisible in the houses that they made homes. This fact, her invisibility is only magnified after she actually lands the audition. She runs home full of excitement and joy only to find the reality of her busy life as chef, maid, parent, wife, will not allow her to attend any of the rehearsals. So, to fix her problem, she went to Norman and the babysitter and got no help in either space. 
So Rosita takes matters into her own hands. She builds a series of makeshift structures all over the house that do all the things that she does daily. Her device wakes the children by name, cooks and serves them breakfast, helps her husband find his keys, and even hands her children their backpacks on the way out the door to school. After her day at the theater rehearsing with her newfound friends, after her day at the theater rehearsing with her newfound friends, Rosita gets home. She walks in timidly and finds out that her device has worked perfectly. Everything in her home is exactly as it should be. But I believe that it's worked so well that it reveals something dangerous about her marriage. When Rosita gets in bed, she asks her husband how his day was. He responds, it was great, honey. Wait a minute. Let's analyze what just happened. This on paper sounds awesome. Look at the day from Norman's perspective, shall we? Everything his wife does daily got done. And as a result, he did not notice that she was not home. It may sound strange, but I would argue that he himself has not been home in quite some time. I know for a fact that it's possible to get lost in a role at your home that can become mechanical, a reflex, and eventually automatic. The deceptive thing about this state is that you can still complete goals with each other. Every completed task checks a box on that week's honey-do list, but behind the yes dears and the okay babes is a marriage on autopilot. Now. Autopilot is great for long-distance road trips, long flights, where there will be not a need to respond to certain turns or terrain. But let me say, plainly, marriage is not a long stretch of road without sudden turns. It can be a roller coaster, flying a blimp through a tornado and a car drive. In a scene from Mad Max, marriage is beautiful, sacred even. I love my wife, but through our time together, we have both had to get good at being the co-pilot. Everything that has happened, we've gotten through it together. We've had to be willing to continue trusting each other, confessing to each other, praying with each other, and even forgiving each other. Willingly. But this is a kind of flexibility that is only possible when we are on the same page, in sync. Simply put, listening to each other and being connected. Consider a pilot with a co pilot who's listening to a podcast and not paying attention, or a NASCAR pit leader who's more concerned with how the other cars look than the condition of his own. 
climbing partners who are tied to each other by rope. But are they climbing in different ways? I want to encourage you all in your relationships, your friendships. Don't be Norman. Be present. Be honest. Be sacrificial. Be. What's even worse is that in the big climax of the film, Norman watches his wife dance and sing her heart out and rushes up the stage to kiss her. Interesting that his only engagement with his wife was after she was dancing with another guy, but I won't go there. Here's some application. Ask yourself, am I being a Norman to anyone? Am I invested in the relationships that I'm in? Am I married, dating, or friends with a Norman? How can I be more connected to the things that I've given value? For you who've gotten all the way to the end of this, my first video, thank you. I hope it was helpful. And look forward to me taking more things way too serious. Thank you.